The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 131. If you do happen to be struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, I speak with Nicholas Corliss, um, is, who is somebody who has struggled with OCD uh, himself in the past. He's also um, currently uh, training to be a Wim Hof instructor. We go into detail about Nick's um, story with OCD, uh, some of the difficulties that he had and some of the things that he found really helpful in, in learning to, to deal with it better. He talks a lot about the importance of, of gut health and about um, building a solid foundation of holistic health in order to generally feel better, which is obviously going to help you to, to manage OCD and anxiety. Nick has a great way of expressing the difficulties that we all face when dealing with OCD. And uh, I think you'll find it's a really, uh, a really interesting and hopefully helpful conversation. Are you following me yet on Instagram? If not, it would be amazing if you could head over now and just uh, follow and like some of the content there. It really does help me to, to build up the popularity uh, of the podcast. And likewise, if you could subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening, that also really helps. So that's it, guys. I really hope that you enjoy today. Um, as always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. Um, many thanks. Hi, Nick. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Rob. Pleasure to be uh, having this chat with you. And uh, so today, it's uh, a pretty uh, pretty good day for a podcast, I think. We've actually just done uh, a 10-minute ice bath each uh, here on my reef terrace and um, Nick actually got in touch with me because um, he's just moved here to um, to Barcelona and is actually training himself to be a Wim Hof uh, method instructor so he got in touch and lo and behold here we are today having just done our ice bath how was the ice today Nick? <laughs> yeah it was good I was a little bit nervous and excited before doing the ice bath but with the training that I'm doing now and, and setting the mind and there's a process of kind of the Wim Hof breathing that you do beforehand and then visualizing yourself going into the cold, see, feeling how it would feel and setting an intention I think is super powerful to, to breathe into that intention too. Like, hey, I want to do five minutes. If I'm feeling good, 10 minutes. And, and then already visualizing it before you've done it was really helpful so and focusing on the breath so it was awesome yeah really really good beautiful location too here in Barcelona absolutely yeah and um 
So it's just a kind of bizarre coincidence, really, that uh, when Nick, uh, you know, he wanted to get in touch because he saw that I was doing uh, the Wim Hof Method in Barcelona. And then he found my website and found that, you know, I'm obviously a coach for people with OCD. Um, And Nick is also somebody who uh, has had his own podcast in the past, which uh, I'm sure he's going to tell us about in just a moment. Um, but is also someone who uh, has struggled with OCD and, you know, would like to share some of that story today. So quite a, quite an interesting coincidence. And I think it was a, a really good opportunity to to record this podcast today. So, so Nick, can you can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Nicholas Corliss from New Zealand and I was playing soccer for a lot of my life and that led me over to the United States and uh, there I had a scholarship for playing soccer and going to school so I was studying environmental science from there I uh, came back from university and was part of a business a health and wellness business and that's been going since 2013 called organic mechanic and that's all around helping people to eat healthy foods and we're around community as well where we do events such as alcohol-free parties making kombucha and yeah overall really passionate about mental health and health and wellness as well because I've at the end of my uh, university really struggled with anxiety and OCD kind of just came out of nowhere and that led me on a massive journey uh, and about that was about 2012 from yeah getting struck with OCD and I say struck because it kind of came out of nowhere I had a little bit when I was younger but very small barely noticeable and then about 21 22 years old uh, yeah just just got really bad yeah, that's, um, you know, that's really, really interesting because I think for, for so many people, it does just come out of nowhere. You know, you can be getting on with your life and, and feeling like you are, you know, making progress perhaps at university and doing uh, a lot of the things that maybe, you know, you've been waiting your whole your whole life to do. And then suddenly from nowhere, OCD pops up and can really kind of uh, cause a lot of problems. Um so you also had a, a podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yeah, absolutely. So I was in Bali and I wanted to go from Bali to New Zealand to practice more drumming. I was getting into music and I wanted to go somewhere where it was cheaper and practice drumming. And somehow through meeting people, I ended up working for a cryptocurrency and that's really exploded recently. Uh, it's called Energy, starting with an E, ending with an I. And they had a lot of money and wanted to do positive things in the world. And something that I was passionate about was mental health. And so I pitched the idea of doing this podcast around mental health and basically focusing on talking to experts in, in the field of sleep, just holistic things of what we do in our day-to-day lives and how we can optimize those things a little bit. So sleep, nutrition, uh, expert on their detox, um, 
fitness, so how we can optimize those areas. Uh, someone as well about the cold water and going in that too. So yeah, to help give people ideas of different tools that can you know maybe add one or two percent difference to their mental health but that all adds up where if you get a better sleep you know you feel better if you slightly change your diet you can feel better too and I think sometimes these things are overlooked in our society and we just head maybe straight to the doctor and, and rely on what they're saying instead of taking uh, it into our own hands a bit more as well and seeing how we can optimize our diet and lifestyle. Mm. Yeah, I think that's really uh, a really good point. And actually, it also kind of leads into something that I've been discussing quite a lot uh, recently, which is, you know, all of this stuff um, that, that you did with your podcast came out of the fact that when you were at uni um, university, out of the blue, you, you started to struggle with, with OCD. Um, however, you know, something that, that we tend to focus on is the kind of negative. It's all too easy for, for everyone to, to, you know, to just to focus on the negative. And of course, when you struggle with OCD, it's all too easy to do that. But actually, from this experience, it really does sound like you know, you you used it um, as a springboard for your own personal development to to develop yourself, to find ways to be healthier, and uh, in doing so, it sounds like you've you know you've really kind of uh, uh, done a good job at making yourself feel a lot better. Yeah, totally. That's exactly right, Rob. And. The dark times have led me into wanting to feel better and, okay, how can I search or find the right people to talk to, to to try some different things? So when I was really feeling bad in university, uh, the pills I was on weren't working as well as they could for me. And I know for some people, psychiatric pills can be very beneficial and, and work really well, but for me, they weren't working so good. And so it was a process of talking to different people and trying to find uh, alternative methods of, of feeling better. And that led me to a naturopath. And she basically said, yeah, cut out gluten, dairy, and alcohol from your diet for a while and do a detox because you've got leaky gut. And that's basically where the foods I was eating were like slightly piercing the lining of my gut lining because our gut lining is actually very slim and putting toxins and different things, debris into my uh, bloodstream. And I needed to start eating way healthier and basically healthier just meaning, you know, foods more from the earth, just foods with only one ingredient in them, like a potato is a potato or an apple is an apple and eat the foods more with one ingredient and heal that gut lining again and I just felt way better after doing that and before I it really opened up my my mind as well to what other things I could be doing to feel better because I think that's a big part of what I want my life to be is like you know we've got this time we want to feel as good as we can in the moment and especially with less suffering too and so 
yeah, it was uh, really opened up my mind to to think about how could the gut have so much impact on mental health. And you know, the the more you look into that, you see that a lot of our serotonin, which is a key neurotransmitter, is actually produced in the gut uh, over eighty percent. And so, yeah, it led me down a massive path of finding other things that were beneficial for my life. And as you say, like a springboard to feel better than I probably did even before and learn more about myself too than I did before. And then in turn, I think a massive one is helping others, you know, from my experience of going through, as you're doing yourself, you know, dark times and knowing that suffering of how terrible, like just shit it is to be in that situation and where your mental health isn't good and wanting to help other people as well to to help feel better and uh, I think that's a an amazing purposeful thing as well yeah fantastic you know there's so many uh, really uh, important things that you said there you know gut health I, I've mentioned it before on the podcast it's um it's such an important area you know, and so often overlooked, we just we just don't really kind of talk about it. We don't talk about, you know, um, organic food or, you know, the problem of pesticides on our food and how this affects the uh, the stomach lining and uh, the gut lining. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such an important area. I mean, when you also think about uh, when people talk about gut feelings, mm. You know, there is actually now they're, they're finding that actually there are neurons in the stomach, um, not just in the brain. You know, there's actually a lot of neurons in the stomach. And so when you actually have a gut feeling, um, you know, there is something to that. And uh, yeah, so gut health, incredibly important. Um, OK, and so could you tell us a bit more about kind of the OCD Um you know, how difficult that, that was, because obviously when you're at university, you're, you're, uh, you know, you're still very young. This is meant to be a time when, when you're enjoying yourself, supposedly, you know, where you're, we all have this kind of idea of the university college lifestyle and it should be all just kind of parties and having fun. But I imagine if you were struggling with OCD, as I was at university, it was probably quite a difficult time. Yeah, I was having an amazing time before it and playing football as well was, was awesome and focusing on that and my goal was to be a professional studying and I was in at Boston College. Mm. That was my second university I went to over there and yeah, having an absolutely amazing time and then it was my senior year, it was my last semester I was nearly at the finish line and maybe a couple of months before I graduated and then one one day after a night of quite a bit of alcohol waking up the next morning and noticing my my thoughts weren't as good and it actually spurred on from smoking marijuana too so I had a couple of maybe about three or four maybe even more experiences where I just had was smoking cannabis and had paranoia really bizarre thoughts just super in my head 
but that trip only lasted you know maybe a day and then maybe the next day too I was a bit hazy as well but then I would get on with my life and my mind was was good but after all of these experiences I think that slowly changed something in my brain or the the pathways or something and then I just had really bad anxiety and it was like a long trip of not feeling good and so my system was out of balance something was was not quite working and it was really scary actually because the thoughts I were having was so bad and so terrible like you know if you're listening to this all of the thoughts you kind of sometimes it were in my experience was just thinking the worst things that could happen and then after that it would like be okay what's a what's even worse than that you know and then my mind would be like oh you haven't thought of that one and I'll be like damn I haven't thought of that this is that was even a, a scary thing to think oh that was the first time I've thought of that thought and it was just my mind being super creative to think of these like more and more terrible thoughts <clears throat> and yeah so it was it was really scary too to to not know what was going on who could I talk to you know and fortunately you know I could talk to family members and one friend over there but you know the amount of depth I would go into what was I was experiencing was varied and then also I finally went and saw the psychologist there and they didn't really know exactly what was going on and then I moved to seeing a psychiatrist and she was really casual about it she was basically just said yeah it's OCD quite quickly and that was a that was a relief because I then had something like mm -hmm. okay I wasn't it wasn't this it wasn't that it was I kind of had a grasp of what I was dealing with yeah 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 no it's um this is uh, so true. It's a massive relief, actually, when you find out that other people struggle with, you know, similar thoughts, that you're not alone, mm -hmm. that this is actually much more common than, than you would think. Um, it's a big, big relief. But before that, when you don't know what it is and when you do first start experiencing uh, such thoughts, intrusive thoughts, it can be horrible. It can be, you know so anxiety producing because the thoughts are, are so uh, against everything you probably stand for as a person um okay and so you went to see the psychiatrist and what was the result of that so that you you tried medication at, at that point yeah so tried medication she basically said head down to the pharmacy and pick up this is medication it was more for depression mm. so that's what she was prescribing me and yeah it just didn't really work and I wasn't sleeping that well too which compounds things you know when you're not sleeping that well you're going to wake up not feeling as good and uh, yeah it just didn't didn't quite work for me and I wanted to find a more different or holistic solution to try to get to the bottom of what was going on and went to homeopath and went to uh, my mum's very like spiritual and went to sort of more of like a clairvoyant 
uh, which was she she was quite helpful as well, very helpful. And yeah, well, I had an open mind to trying different things because it's like, oh, what's the worst that can happen if you try something and it doesn't work, you know? Um, and yeah, I think another thing that I was doing wrong was being a uh, someone that's very competitive and playing football and the way that you get better in football is like working hard and sort of training hard and go, go, go to to get better and better. And with my mind, I felt like my mind was against me. And so I felt like I had to fight against my mind. And I was using that same philosophy of being a, an achiever at university and studying hard and kind of being that like fighter competitive mentality. Mm. Yeah. Whereas you can't do that with your own mind. It's like you have to do the opposite of that. You can't fight your own thoughts. As I was like, you know, trying to do that in my own mind, it was making these thoughts come more and more stronger and stronger. And the way that I had to deal with it was let the thoughts come and try to be okay with them being there. And the less I sort of fight against them, then the less they're going to worry me, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And one of the things I notice about OCD is that it forces you to develop a more kind of mindful mindset. As much as I don't really like that word, it is a very good description of what you have to learn to do in order to to keep these thoughts in perspective, is to not get tangled up in them, to, to not allow the rumination process to take over and to start observing the thoughts, um, allow them to pass by like clouds in the sky. Um, do not allow yourself to, to uh, dwell on them. Um, it's pretty amazing how actually the experience of OCD, as awful as it can be, it does really encourage you to wake up this more spiritual side that we all have um, and to learn to be more in the present moment. And as you pointed out, like, you know, that is absolutely essential because the alternative to that is fighting with the thoughts and, you know, trying everything you can to not experience them, to push them down, to, to get rid of them. And uh, unfortunately, as you've, uh, you know, quite eloquently pointed out, that leads in one direction. Yeah, totally. It it leads in a direction of, you know, thinking about these thoughts. No, I'm not that. And then trying to check, you know, uh, doing the compulsions and thinking, that's not me. And it's just a, it's a whole spiral that just goes round and round in a circle, in a, in a never-ending circle. And to break that is difficult. And I think what helped was these holistic and alternative things to get my body and my, my gut health into a good level to to start sleeping better. So I was sleeping more and then that, you know, your body rejuvenates, your mind rejuvenates when you're sleeping more to kind of dial in on the diet and lifestyle aspect as best as I could. And then also have that mindset of not trying to fight the thoughts and letting them come. I felt it was an easier platform to be able to do that. Because, you know, if you haven't had a good sleep, the next day, I know for myself, I'm more anxious. 
more in my head things can get to me more but when I have a good sleep I'm able to just kind of be at a platform where I am better to deal with those thoughts and let them come through and go by so focusing on that holistic health aspect has been really beneficial for me and the Wim Hof is just another tool as well that I've used to really help clear the mind like I know for myself that the breathing uh, it's so accessible to do you know all I have to do is just lie down it's right there with me I don't have to go to a gym or anything and take some of these big deep breaths and I, I find after that my mind is more clear I'm able to let thoughts come and go easier and so finding these different tools that have worked for me has been super beneficial in the cold showers as well and cold ice baths too to help I think as well fortify myself and make myself more resilient too um, not just when I'm struggling but when I'm in a good state as well to continue to do these practices to to yeah I'd say the word like fortify or make myself more resilient so I am in a better space when life comes and knocks you off course, which it does sometimes. <laughs> and uh, to be able to deal with those those stressful things. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. You know, there's so many different um, alternative um, methods out there that are so beneficial and, you know, for so long have been ignored by modern science and, you know, in favor of uh, pharmaceutical kind of approaches. Not that, you know, there's anything wrong necessarily with with using pharmaceuticals sometimes. For some people, it can be beneficial. But there are many other approaches which really do uh, work and that have a long history of, of humans uh, using them and getting a lot of benefit from. Um, you know, the Wim Hof method is is one such approach, but there's, you know, there's literally hundreds of others that you can explore. Um, and I think a big part of your big takeaway from your message in a way is to, you know, perhaps, you know, start exploring some of those um, different approaches and just see, see how it works for you and whether it does make you feel feel better. And if you can build uh, a foundation of health, then of course, it's going to make your OCD, it's going to make anxiety so much easier to to manage you know getting things like sleep and diet dialed in um you know it can make all the difference and the same with alcohol which obviously we've mentioned a fair bit as well on the on the podcast you know reducing alcohol intake it's uh it's massive you know in the uk in particular uh, i imagine in the states as well you know people love to to drink a lot on the weekend and often a fair amount during the week as well which is okay fair enough but it is over time going to take a toll on your potential on your gut health um but also your mental health and the two as uh, as we've discussed are intimately uh, linked in in any case um if you could only give one piece of advice to somebody who's struggling with OCD and anxiety what would it what would it be from your experiences 
Okay, I would say uh, one piece of advice. Can I say two things? Yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, so I'd say one mindset thing would be to have hope. To, to always have hope that your situation can get better and that you may be going through a dark time and you may have like tried a lot of things as well to help your situation and to help your mental health, but to always have hope that there could be something else that you could try. Because uh, you're yeah listening to a podcast with two people that have had OCD and and struggle sometimes as well, but not nearly as much as you know we would have done when we were uh, at our low points. Or speaking for myself, not nearly as much. So always to have hope that there are things out there, and to keep trying different things, seeing professionals in different areas that have really studied their craft, and spending a bit of money to to go see someone that may be able to help you in gut health area or whatever it is, kind of following that inkling. And also, I would say to look at the gut health, because I know that that was a foundational piece for me to improve. And whether that's going to see a naturopath or a nutritionist or something, you know, food is something we, we do every day and we put food in our mouth. And to think that there's no difference you know, there's a lot of focus on calories and energy, whereas we should really be focusing on nutrients. And if our food is more from the earth or if it's, if it's more man-made and to focus on, you know, eating the foods that have come from the earth, that have grown in the earth, because it doesn't really get it wrong. You know, nature is so wise and to eat more of the foods with, with one ingredient uh so that's yeah what i'd say is to 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 really focus on the gut health and see how you can improve that fantastic that's really really good so nick thanks uh, so much for coming on it's been uh, it's been great talking to you and um you know thanks for being honest and opening up about about your story with ocd i know that uh, the people listening find it super helpful yeah, thanks, Rob, for having me on and love your work here that you're doing. Uh, awesome. We're into similar things with the podcasting and uh, Wim Hof stuff as well. So, yeah, thanks for having me on and I hope everybody out there uh, has hope to yeah improve their situation because there are so many things out there that can help us. And, uh, yeah, much love, everybody. That's great. Really positive message to, to end on. So many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.